0: you're listening to inside of you with michael rosenbaum how are you ryan i'm good nice stash bro thanks man killer stash i was mario in a sketch yesterday so i decided to keep it really yeah how the girlfriend what'd she think she hates it (laughs) because i look like a cop you look like keith hernandez i get in the the 80s from the mets i turn into cop (laughs) dad exactly just dad cop uh guys thanks for tuning in if you're here for pete holmes and you like the podcast all i ask is if maybe you could subscribe and write a review and uh, listen to the podcast uh, our handles are ryan at inside of Be pod on twitter at inside of Be podcast on instagram and facebook that's exactly right and if you want to join patreon to support the podcast give back really helps the podcast it keeps us going our lovely patrons do that go to patreon.com slash inside of you and i will send you a message um thanks for the support Uh, also don't forget the inside of you online store we've got tons of merch smallville stuff autographs check it out there's so many cool things on that go to the inside of you online store and that's pretty much it man pete holmes today man he's uh what so much energy a lot a lot of energy and just you can just he reminds me of like a john ritter like a little bit of a john ritter Mm -hmm. at times just a great guy He sent me a ton of bagels, this whole platter of bagels and cream cheese and lox and stuff just for helping him out with some guests. What a lovely, lovely man. You know him from Crashing. He's done stand-up specials. Very funny guy and a beautiful guy inside out. So without further ado, let's get inside of Pete Holmes. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Um, I don't have kids, oh. Pete. I oh, don't. you have kid energy. Do I have a kid energy? I just assumed you had kids. Well, I guess because you're seeing all the memorabilia over my house no. and, no. No, that reads single. That reads single. You have, Are you married? No. Okay. No, I'm lonely.
1: I am, you look at me like you're sad for me. No, but that's I, but, me suppressing a huge laugh because I, I love honesty.
0: Yeah, I'm lonely. I have uh, anxiety. Man. I um, I'm lonely. And I, how uh, many
1: 3PO heads before you start to calm down? C-3PO heads? Uh, I said 3PO. <laughs> what are we, C? That's it's, like who's We're using two. 3PO. You I'm could... C-3Pete Holmes. You ever heard C-3 that? C-3Pete Holmes. C-3Pete Holmes. There's your episode name. Wow. We did a C-3Pete Holmes. I want to get back to your loneliness. <laughs> but your C-3Pete mm. Holmes t-shirt. And we found out just how quickly... The Lucasfilm people will send you a horse head. They don't send a cease and desist. They go full Godfather. <laughs> the old Godfather it's actually a, it. tauntaun really? a Tauntaun head. Really, a Tauntaun <laughs> head in my bed with a cease and desist stapled to its forehead. I don't know what. They Real, but they did send you a letter. I mean, immediately. Two T-shirts. We did. We don't really do many T-shirts anymore, but we used to do a lot of T-shirts uh when I, i've been doing my podcast for 10 years
0: podcast you made it weird Thanks. with Pete homes thank you michael you guys should listen to it it's really fun very casual it is. Oh, on the couch okay. yeah, very open true. and honest we're on the
1: same couch yeah
0: you, put, you both are on the same couch in your podcast and right uh,
1: it has a sleepover vibe some guests we touch feet is that true it really is who have you touched feet with their choice i couldn't tell you i think me and my rudolph might have snuggled up feet Real really? Stuff. Don't tell PTA. She seemed very comfortable don't in the interview. Don't tell PTA. There's your clickbait. <laughs> Pete Holmes hitting on Maya Rudolph. I was enamored with Maya. What was I about to tell you though? So probably back to my loneliness. No. Three, oh, three uh, oh, Two two intellectual properties that you don't want to fuck with. Are you ready to guess? Star Wars. Star Wars is one. You'll never guess the second one. Let's not even waste time. Okay. Prince. Really? Because Michael Shay did my podcast, and he told a story. Sorry, what was your name again? Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> That's Ryan. I just, I like honesty. You, you do. He did. It's it's in bounds. Five minutes after a meeting, you're allowed to say, "What was it again?" You get five. I turned Ryan Bill likes Gar- you by the, the dirt, way. You get five. <laughs> 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 six you're an asshole five ten. it's not even good it's like more of an essence
0: impression i like it i like it. are you do you always have this go ahead finish your thought yeah
1: no. thank you <laughs> i'm mad at you Uh no, but he told a story about being an, <laughs> at an snl party and jack nicholson was there and i forget who the other person was there but like big stars right, right? and then prince walked in and he was like and no one gave a fuck about the other stars right and we were like wow they got princed we kept laughing that they got princed. Princed. so we made a t-shirt that said you got princed jenny fine the artist that i often work with who's fantastic follower on the gram uh <laughs> she drew this amazing drawing of prince and it said you got prince and it had like jack nicholson looking sad i think we sold two before like a handwritten scroll from prince's estate i mean who pays attention to that stuff who finds it somebody somebody is out there going like c3 pete holmes they're just looking for season threes uh, Yes, <laughs> they're getting a lot of c4 right. c3 right a lot, lot of emails it's with someone's people just job saying, it's, it's someone's job out there i've flown out of a lot of gates c3s are they just shutting down southwest <laughs> cease and desist is this how your your mind always works like this doesn't it no i'm gonna be honest with you michael and shit Oh, no. And Ryan. Ryan!
0: <laughs> Are you lonely, too? Is that what you're going to tell me? You're not lonely at all. You've got a wife. Stop. You've got a kid. You live in a little house in the prairie. <laughs> right? Just a fart noise. Um, <laughs> nothing lo- wrong with that.
1: Nothing wrong with it. It was it was, it was the way I laughed. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> to do this pod. I've been looking forward to it.
0: I'm excited about it. Uh, you, you've got so much going on. Like, I, I, I get tired. You, I mean, actor, writer, comedian, producer, podcaster, author. You have a book, comedy, sex god. You've done tons of shows. You do stand up all the time. Your Instagram's full with funny shit. Oh, thank you. And it's just like, I just ask myself, I tell myself, I couldn't do this. This is too exhausting for me. And on top of it, you're married. You have a kid. How
1: do you do these things? Oh, right. I run out. I've got to stop this now. I've got to quit all of it. (laughs) She's just on a a swing somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) But how do you not
0: get overwhelmed? How do you not get overwhelmed?
1: You know, I, that's such a generous, I feel very welcome. I always forget to do that on my own podcast is just make the guests feel appreciated and welcome. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate so good you. Good on you. But I really, uh, I'm not just saying this when you put it all together, it sounds like a lot. And uh, there's a lot of wonderful people. My boy, my boy, Jake um, does my Instagram instant pictogram. He
0: helps you with your, your Instagram. He doesn't help
1: me. He does it.
0: Jeez, so you don't is, have to handle Instagram for the most part.
1: You think I'm out there logging on to Instagram?
0: You don't. You don't you think
1: someone this you, happy you, you, is scrolling you through Instagram? You don't Instagram? make
0: comments? You don't make comments? Leave comments? Like things if, like that? If anyone's getting comment backs, that's
1: Jake fucking with you. And I hope he's not because that's not in the job description. <laughs> if he's like, I think we should be together. Jake. That's not your job. That's not your job. You have luscious lips, Jake. <laughs> Jake what's your I friend? have a reputation. I'd leave my family in a heartbeat. Why is it Sandler? I'd leave my family in a heartbeat for you. Oh, well, that was pretty good. He was the okay last at part the at the end. At the end. Yeah, I saw you do impressions. Well, I do a little bit, but but Jake they had to retire that spacey one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, no, goddamn it. No, listen uh, to God. me. That's sweet and low that's very good i haven't done it in ages yeah, but look good. you so you have someone help you with your instagram what else do you have someone help you with
1: i'm glad you asked because it really is you have an uh, assistant i do have an assistant i've had the same assistant for almost 15 years or something like an incredible amount of time what her name is paige executive assistant executive because assistant. because she's she helps with so much more than just you know she doesn't get my dry i don't do dry cleaning
0: I, I don't either Ryan? very much right you do dry cleaning i don't do dry
1: cleaning oh yeah i did it yesterday you did oh, wow. dry cleaning i do my own dry
0: cleaning oh you do your own well
1: you cleaning. do your own but i just don't yeah. do dry cleaning if, if some, yeah if it's dry clean only i go leave that to a baldwin <laughs> um not me but uh, i do
0: have this from con air
1: <laughs> it's a sponsor from the movie uh, no, no
0: but it's a little uh portable steamer thing for my my, uh, my they're clothes. a sponsor yeah Wow, I haven't even begun to hit you up for
1: sponsors. You've, you've been helping me with guests, which was so... I want it on the record, Ryan. Yeah. Michael, you know what it's like doing a podcast. It's, and I'm sorry to yes. bore people. No, don't. But I've been doing it for 10 years. And if there's anything that is a drag about it, and it's it's only a drag if you let it atrophy and you just coast and you're just dropping. You had some banked and they're just dropping and, and you're just fucking taking naps and shit. Yep. Yeah. And then you wake up one day and you go, there's no episode next week. And it's just like being in high school again. It's It's kind of scary. The final is tomorrow. And you're just like, it sucks. It's it's, uh, anxiety. I get this anxiety. Yeah. It's also, it's worse. It becomes this sort of sweaty, desperate... I become the guy that I don't want to be. I'm at a party and I'm like, "You want to do
0: my podcast?" And I just
1: like, constantly. So,
0: that's how I feel. I feel like I'm it emailing sucks. people yes. and I'm like, "Hey, would your friend do it?" And then, "Would your friend's friend?" Is do there? Is there
1: anything worse than emailing Kumail, your good friend Kumail, and saying, "Even as I say this, Kumail, you're right." I emailed Kumail, right. who I've known for twenty years, and
0: he's done your podcast many times. Many times. He's
1: already. That's that's actually my point. Kumail's done enough. And I just go, hey, you, would you put me in touch with Dave Batista? Superstar? I love Dave. No, I Dave's don't. been on
0: the podcast. Fuck
1: you. Fuck me. What everybody's doing, everybody's fucking. <laughs> I'm giving you clips up the shit, dude. You are, giving bro. You social... Send the you shit are, to this, Jake. Oh, man. Ooh, I'll post him on my gram. <laughs> That's the shit free. To Jake, Send bro. the shit to Jake. This is ready to post. This is a real. Ryan. Ryan. all right all right hang on what do you
0: what do you do with this energy how are you how old are you yeah 43 43 and you have such a great energy do you drink i know you're looking at friday the 13th that's a
1: jason mask but do you are you just do you have add like me it's on it's a big topic of conversation is whether or not i have it i i'd wager i guess okay it's a c and that's (laughs) not if that's yes same word uh yes i think i probably have it but but I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, I like it.
0: I think I used to like it, and I think it kind of took over. Where oh, really? I get anxious about everything.
1: Anxious oh. about
0: everything. Every little thing. If somebody says, "Hey, tomorrow we're doing this," it's anxiety. Hey, I, there's a bachelor party. I anxiety. Hate, I hate planning. There's there's planning, and there's like, you know, it's like, when am I gonna have time? How could I do this? Am I gonna ha- I have? Yeah,
1: to- you're actually making me realize I don't like it. But I'm very. <laughs> I, I mean that real. Like I'm very I'm doing what I'm doing for the most part, but that's bad because if you're worrying, then I'm really doing what I'm doing, and we're back to what we were just talking about, which is like if I don't have a guest, that just becomes my reality. I'm, I'm not a multitask person. I like to do two things. Me every too. Day. Me too. If there's three things,
0: done. You can't do it.
1: Fuck you. I can't. I'll cancel it. Yeah. It could be dinner with Bono. Yeah. Oh, has he done the? Fuck you. He's
0: done- <laughs> No, Bono's not done the no Bono. I, I wish. Hard That'd to get great. Bono. Hard to get Bono.
1: I'm actually chasing Bono. But you get some good guests. I do. Yeah, and a, a lot of that is um is just being out, being out and, and 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 seeing you, for example, you'd be a great guest. I would I would be a lovely guest. Let's pod swap. That's like like docking, but not with our dicks. <laughs> I don't have a four skin anyway. I have a five skin. (laughs) There's a lot of it. It's like a sleeve. It's like a, it's not a turtleneck. It's just like a tube. (laughs) Have you always been this way since you're a kid? I really want to stress this. I'm in a very good mood because as I said, as it came in, I was like, I love it. I'm already ingratiated to you. You seem so kind. Oh, this is what I wanted to get on the record. I email you. I'm in a panic. I emailed Rich Roll too. Rich Roll was very sweet. You know, Rich, another great shout out kumail did not give me dave Batista's email that's where we were that's which good. by the way fair play to you as they yeah say in hey. Ireland. that is not this is not shots fired right but i don't like being the guy as i hit send on the email i was like what am i doing you know what i mean yeah just don't have dave Batista on right now yeah don't hit up kumail
0: don't bother how many times out. did you ask him about dave Batista? once you should go twice
1: email him again
0: i would just say hey i'm not gonna i'm gonna end it right here i'm not gonna email you know you again. my line for that Day is Bautista. after
1: this i'm gonna moonwalk into a lake that's what i say there you go it's a funny
0: way of oh, saying moonwalk like, into a lake i I'm say dying. last email i'm jumping into a just lake just checking I'm in on batista
1: um but but i anyway the point is maybe hashtag batista just I mean, to, at the end it of light. it keep it light you keep it light i think we're similar people yeah but you and rich roll and and a couple other people Um, and Judd is like this, Judd is very Judd Judd Apatow, who I was on the phone with today and he said, I said I'm on my way to do your podcast and he said please tell him alone please tell him alone, he's a sweetheart tell him him I said um, uh, if you could uh, promote the bubble that would be great (laughs) (laughs) that was was a terrible Judd but it it was fine, it was fine it was fine
0: Inside of You is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. This is an amazing platform. I use it on both podcasts. It has worked wonders for me. It's so amazing how easy it is to navigate. If you want to sell products, t-shirts, soap scents, whatever, whatever it is, Ryan, you want to sell, this is the way to do it. Uh, You could see what your best seller is right there, analytics, uh, how much you're making this month, uh, what products are selling the best. It's really fantastic. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you
1: grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere.
0: all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help
1: resources are there to support your success every step of the way.
0: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash inside. Yes, I um, liked it. and I love Judd. He was a great guest, and he's very good. But
1: look, he's literally one of my best friends. I'm saying that fully of aware of how weird that is.
0: You created a show, Crash, and he directed it. He believed in you. You he guys created, became friends. Did, yeah,
1: you you direct the pilot. You're you're the co creator. Co creator. Yeah, perhaps. And it was. And I say this to compliment him. It was his show. A lot of things. My life did not win. Like, I couldn't trump and go like, but that's not what happened. Right. Judd would be like, like there's a, a great example of Judd's genius, really. I'm done kissing his ass. You'd know if I was kissing his ass. I mean it. You know what I mean? Right. There's a way where you're like, his genius, please call me back. You know, it's not that. Right. It's just a good example. I feel like I didn't need to step that out. <laughs> <laughs> you were a little bored. No, <laughs> I'm not bored that's at all. What all. You were like, get to it. Subtitles on. No, I'm listening it. intently. There was a scene where I worked at this place called the Boston Comedy Club. I really did, and we rebuilt it for the for the um, for HBO Crashing. <laughs> Why say HBO? And it was an exact replica of this club that used to exist in New York. It was crazy. Wow sarah silverman walked on and she started crying we were doing that all the time we rebuilt rafifi eugene merman and bobby tisdale walked on bobby started crying like it was just like imagine if the place you grew up doing comedy rebuilt was torn down and then we rebuilt it and then we shot scenes pretending it was still like it was very emotional but we did the scene where i was i grew up religious so like when i started doing comedy i was very clean um, and I like that. All my heroes were Seinfeld, Ray Romano, Ellen. Gallagher. My... I actually liked Gallagher.
0: I did too. Okay. Gallagher's mad as hell. Gallagher's mad. And I'm sorry, that was from a special.
1: <laughs> Buddy, if I knew it, we'd be doing a two-part round yeah. right now. Yeah. Three, that's up to Rye. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I had scripted it a little bit in my favor, meaning the episode was my parents are in town. And they unannounced decide to show up at the Boston comedy club to watch me. This never happened. But had it happened, I would have been the only clean one. The Boston was, it was a den of thieves. It was pirates. It was like, it was crazy. Right. And I was like Jack McBrayer, (laughs) just like. (laughs) Love The them. sweet... I know, I love him Sweetest. Too. The sweet man. I bet he's done your podcast. Fuck. No, he can't. He, he, I don't think he'll do a podcast. I think he dodges them too. He dodges them. One time we were at the Improv and I was like, he was like, what's your, what's your podcast about? And I was like, well, you know, it's kind of like a, you share everything about your life. And he was like, no, thank you. Come <laughs> <laughs> hell. out. And then he fixed my Felix. Right. What does that mean? I don't I just know. just wanted to reference <laughs> Fix It Felix. It sounded sexual. I didn't mean it to. Anyway, so... My parents come. Everyone's doing like we. The whole point was people are doing like jizz jokes and stuff like that. That's real you, dirty, that's real what dirty, what you and you're the only clean guy at the Boston. And then I go up, and I wanted it to end on this happy note that my mom is like, "Oh, Petey, sweetie, that was tremendous. Everyone else was filth, but you're my golden child." <laughs> why? Why she misses fire I don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my mom sort of talks like that. She's Lithuanian. She's Lithuanian, but right. she talks a little bit like that, and like Boston too. But anyway and then judd was like he really taught me something and this is really you ever give something some somebody something your therapist told you and you're like this cost me ten thousand dollars i'm telling you what to do (laughs) this is like ten thousand dollars worth of show business advice right because he was like and he's so right uh entertainment's all about surprise everyone thinks your parents are gonna like you and not like the dirty people he was like your mom should be like at least they had something to say like you were up there talking about road signs <laughs> oh my and god it, it's this satisfying moment right and it's such a simple principle but that's one of the that's really ten thousand dollars worth of appetite right there is if you're writing a script and the great shows that i watch uh i'm watching orville right now i, I really think orville is great just a little orville i haven't seen plug. it it's very good uh they do that all the time it's zigging when you might want to zag like oh of course he's gonna take her back or whatever and he does it right and that's why we watch breaking bad it's like and then he doesn't and then he kills the person or right, whatever it is right you want to be surprised
0: I want to be surprised
1: so anyway sorry that was a big no
0: team. were you uh did did you go to Judd Apatow with crashing did you bring it to him you're an apatow man apatow how did you did you, how did that happen apatow. apatow apatow yeah yeah did you bring the script to him he got it to him well, or did he like your comedy did he know you yeah.
1: I'm going to tell you. I can do. I can do the story quickly. Okay. But I think it's a fantastic story, and I love thinking about it because it 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 makes my heart open with gratitude. Awesome. If any of this happened, but what happened was I was doing a, sh- a talk show called the Pete Holmes Show, which was my first really big break. Right. I had, had other breaks, but JP Buck, who I'm still indebted to and very grateful for, he was the comedy booker on Conan. He kept whispering in Conan's ear. Like I think this Pete Holmes guy would be good to host this uh, a late night show, right? Because he wanted a protege, or he just wanted to give a kid a shot. I, don't, I I can't know another man's mind.
0: And you were you were kind of friendly with Conan at this point. You've been I on had his done show. the
1: show once,
0: and they were already whispering your praises.
1: Well, that's they wanted someone unknown. They didn't want it wasn't. I'm saying uh, Wayne Brady because Wayne Brady had a talk show. I, I'm not teasing Wayne Brady. Right, right. They didn't want the Wayne Brady show. They wanted like who the fuck is this guy? Which, believe it or not, that's what it was when Conan was on. Literally, like, a, all caps, who the fuck is this
0: guy? That's what, when, it, he, when he first did the Conan O'Brien show back in the 90s, I was a regular recurring sketch comedy guy. Oh, wow. And I did the Amsterdam kids, two kids who were misinformed about Amsterdam's liberal social policies. <laughs> and I did, like, seven episodes. I have them on tape still. And you get paid a couple hundred bucks and go on, and nobody was watching Conan.
1: Wow. Nobody knew Conan. Yeah, they were waiting for it to go away. yeah. And by today's standards, it would have. Yes. There's actually, Conan was being renewed week by week at a certain point by NBC, which I think is really brutal. Oh, this is a good story. So they're whispering in your ear, though. I don't want to forget that there's an element to the story. Yeah, yeah. JP Buck deserves so much of this credit. So does Jeff Ross, Conan's producer, not the Rose comedian. Anyway, I do, I'm writing on a, a multicam on the Warner Brothers lot and I walk over to do stand up on Conan show. I don't know anything about the, about the, them looking for a late night host. I would have been terrified. I'm glad I didn't know. Right. But I went out and I did my second Conan set and this is about 50 pounds lighter than my first Conan set. First Conan set is fun to look up. The uh, My Google set, I'm, I'm 280, like it's a lot. It's like 270 maybe. It's a lot i'm like 235 right now oh really yeah imagine imagine 280. (laughs) wow big guy big boy big big boy fun boy fun boy but big big boy anything where the name of the dish is is the recipe i was eating it uh (laughs) so anyway the reason i mentioned that is i i had a good breakup i I needed to break up with somebody i stopped drinking as much i did a juice fast for 30 days like a real la guy uh and then got like my skin was glowing did conan then that's a whole other story. Uh, but Judd did a sketch for the Pete Holmes show, as it was called. We just, Nick Bernstein, our producer, I think just was like, it would be funny if maybe we could get Judd Apatow. Maybe you pitch him a movie, like a fake movie or something. That's the gag. Right. By the way, now having known Judd for so long, that's everyone's gag. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. every day people are calling. Pitching. Being like Hey, uh it's Key and Peel. What if we pitch you fake movie? You know, that, that's a bad example, but you know what I mean. Like any <laughs> yeah. any comedy show, that's the gag you do with Judd. So we do it, and he he keeps, we're improvising, he keeps going, like, but well, what's your real idea? What's your real idea? In the sketch. And in the sketch, I pitch him crashing. You can see it. It's on YouTube. I pitch him crashing. He's like, what, What's your real What story? did you say? What was the what was the pitch? And I said because i'm still trying to be funny right like because it's a sketch i go like what about a story about a guy who grew up religious who got married when he was 22 his wife left him when he was 28 and then he was really sad for a while but he kind of like this is what i would say now it's definitely not what i said at the time but he sort of fell into the arms of comedy like comedy sort of rescued him and uh i think what i said in the sketch was like but then he gets happy and has sex with a bunch of women or something, which isn't even true. But you get what I'm saying. Right. And he was like, and in the sketch he goes, I think that's just too sad. That's too sad. So he's he's riffing too. So <laughs> a few months later, uh, the Pete Holmes show is canceled. The funny thing about that is we were on the air for three, four more months or something. Because we filmed so many back episodes of it. Right. We used to shoot nine episodes in a week. It was Jeez. insane. Not always, but... Our heaviest weeks were nine in a week. And the only four would air, you know, Monday through Thursday every night. So we had a lot of episodes. So I knew it was canceled, but Hollywood and the world did not know it was canceled. Do you deal with rejection well, by the way? A little better? Yeah. It's interesting because I just had a show canceled recently. And I was- a CBS show. My CBS show was canceled. My Our CBS show was canceled. And that was actually harder um, than it was back then because now you're sort of like, you have your family and all, all these things. But right. back then, when a show was canceled, I felt like a pirate, a second pirate reference, and I'd put a knife between my teeth and I'd grab a rope on a burning boat and I'd swing to another boat. Like there was this great adventure really? to it. Yeah, I, I get juiced by a no. In fact, a no is a, I, I think the the geniuses of the world know this. And this is why I think people like Jed, for example, I don't know if he does it for for real, but like Elon Musk or, or whatever, these, these high-functioning, uh, people right i think they know that and they try to manufacture situations where they fail intentionally this is just a theory because there's no fuel like a no that's sort of like oh you think you're gonna stop me motherfucker? you know like there's no wow. substitute for that you can go like it'd be fun to sell a show that's okay that's like 30 percent, right tesla charge <laughs> but if you want to get like a full road trip <laughs> you got to get like for me, I gotta get like, oh, they think I I stink, or they they are not they think they can stop me. That gives something. you fuel. It can give you like a really a a less sexy or sensationalized way to say it. It gives you this desperation that you really sort of need. Really, for sure, and that happened. So I I, t- I don't think that happens with everybody.
0: I, promise- I think people can really fold, and really get upset, and really go through a dark time when things happen like that.
1: And I agree. I'm a little bit more. You're that, lucky. I'm a little bit more that way. Now. When How We Roll got canceled, I, I had, because I'm also more embodied, I'm a little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more honest with my feelings. So I'll spend the time to like mourn something. Right. Whereas back then I'd be like, just keep moving like dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> be like dad. Feel nothing. <laughs> you know, and just, and just keep running towards the next job. Yeah. Um, but luckily I did. That was the right thing to do for me at that time. So here's the story. Pete Holmes Show gets canceled. Me and my producer and partner, uh, who's wonderful, Oren Brimmer, we still work together. We're like, what, what what, should we do? We have a little bit of a name now. Uh, let's go to Comedy Central and we'll pitch them a sketch show because so much of what made the Pete Holmes Show popular was the sketches. So we're like, we'll be the pop culture sketch show. There, Kean Peele was on at the time, but there was nobody doing just... Like we'd do in Indiana Jones or Friday the 13th. We love that stuff. Star Wars, we love that stuff. So we'll be the pop culture sketch show. Kent Alterman, who was the- was the, Love he's Kent. He's great. Yeah. Was the head of Congress Comedy Central, Central at the time. Uh, we're in a meeting just like this, just like the three of us, except Orin's here. And uh, in the small talk, that sort of Swedish 10 minutes where you just kind of shoot the shit because nobody just wants to start like, here's the idea. Imagine Luke Skywalker, but he works out a supercuts. Like it's <laughs> we, nobody wants to start like that. You start with, how are you? Right. In that 10 minutes, we're about to pitch a sketch show. Kent Alderman says, just offhandedly as a joke, he goes, well, one thing's for sure. We don't want another fucking sketch show. And everyone laughs. And I'm like,
0: <laughs>
1: that's what I'm going to pitch you. Not anymore. If there was a shredder, if there was a barrel fire in the room, I would have tossed the deck. Really? It. So you just aborted? We, mid-meeting, just said, we just wanted to check in and see what you guys are up to. And, like, just didn't pitch it. He probably was like, I thought it was a pitch meeting. We didn't pitch it. We left. Here's the best part, though. So this is kind of a no. And pirate, knife, right? rope, rope. burning. PD goes in the car third person just <laughs> talk a kick third. me in the dick right now right <laughs> just like a like a real uh right in the ding but i'm i'm real desperate and i'm real it not even for like you know like it wasn't like how am i gonna eat it was more like what the fuck am i gonna do like like an existential like what is my life yeah. gonna be and i and i said it's one of those great little moments um, where you go, okay, if you could do anything, anything, what could you do? And I don't want to be too woo-woo, but I think I, I'm not even a believer necessarily in like the hard secret or manifesting or anything, but I am a big, big, big capital case, uppercase believer. And if you can't see it, you, no one else is going to see it first. You have to see it. Right. If you want to be Harrison Ford, you have to go like, I'm, I want to be Harrison Ford. I'm not saying that's going to make it happen. But if you can't see yourself on- Manifest. Sort of. Right. Green light it. You green light it first, because if you don't, I think you're going to unconsciously be sabotaging yourself or limiting yourself.
0: Right. You have to 100% believe in what you're saying.
1: At least take a second to ask yourself, if you can't see yourself on the Raiders poster, why? And maybe clean that up. Mm, maybe mommy loved you too much maybe she loved you not enough but something went funky fix that yeah so in the car i i had enough self-love to go like let's be real what would you do if you could do anything and i think that's a really important question it's that high school guidance counselor question and i said i'm obsessed with jet apatow my whole life like for real i know everybody loves jet but like four-year-old virgin meant a lot to me Knocked up meant even more to me. I started getting divorced when This Is Forty was out. If you recall, uh, Paul Rudd's character in that movie is named Peter, right. and Leslie Mann tearfully is like wondering if she's gonna stay with Peter, and and I'm like, I'm sitting next to my wife who is cheating on me. And I'm like, I'm your like, wife's cheating you on at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We're seeing a fucking Jed movie, and I'm like, <laughs> it's helping. It's helping me through something that I don't even know is about to happen. Wow. And I'm and I love girls. And the, the TV show Girls. The TV okay, show Girls. Okay. I was like, wait, what? I love girls. Non sequitur. I enjoy girls. Okay. All right. No, I love the TV show Girls. I do love women. I, I, I tend to get along with women. Good for better you. Better than men. I didn't just mean sexually. I just mean yeah. like, as people. Yeah. Um, uh, oh You're in the car. Oh, oh, yeah. So I go, thank you. I go, I would do an HBO show like Girls 30 minute drama comedy this is on a wednesday i had judd's assistant or somebody's email from when he did the pete home show six months earlier and i email josh church and i emailed josh church and i go hey josh uh i have an idea for judd um does he have 15 minutes for me and they're they're like yeah but we're in new york shooting train wreck I wish I had more stories like this because this is such a fun story. I like this show. so I'm, far. I'm like down cool. in the dumps, and yeah. It, but I'm doing all of this almost in a fit of mania, like I am today. I'm manic today, but not not manic bipolar. I just mean I'm very flared up. Yeah, today. yeah. So I'm emailing Josh, and he's like, he can see you Friday morning. Uh, we're on like 26th and 10th or something. <laughs> they're they're
0: in New York. Wow, the fact that he made time for you so soon.
1: Yes, but they didn't. I don't think he knew that I was in LA, and I was just like. I'll see you there. <laughs> you I, got on a plane. I flew out the next day. I didn't even have the pitch. Oh, I, I left out the key part. Before I emailed, I thought, okay, what's interesting about me? I'm raised religious and I'm divorced. That's fine. You you tell me you have a show you want to do about that. I'm like, okay, you're 70% of the way there. And then I went, and when my wife leaves me, I have nowhere to stay, but I stay with a different comedian every episode. And I go, now we have what's called an engine. There's There's a repeatable pattern whether or not you do that that's how you sell a pilot because you right. plant in the executive's mind oh i can see how this is something with legs right right so once i had that epiphany of like fuck and we caught crashing right literally like writing it on the airline napkin real cliche wow
0: flew to the set center not even knowing what you're going to talk about and coming up with it on the
1: way on to on the New flight York. yeah writing it out i wish i had that napkin I get to the set of Trainwreck. They're shooting in the magazine office. Vanessa Bayer is there. Um, The kid who plays The Flash is there. Um, And Amy is there, of course. And I know Amy a little bit, so I'm talking with Amy. And then at some point they call cut and and they take a break and I get 10, I think it was 10, 12 minutes to pitch uh, Crashing. And I wasn't, I'm better at pitching now, but I wasn't really good at it. But luckily Judd liked it. He was getting into stand-up at the time, like getting back into doing it. So pitching a stand-up origin story to a guy who was going through his second stand-up origin story, and also, frankly, knowing what I know now, Judd wanted to be with comedians. He wanted to be doing sets. He wanted to do a comedy tour to promote all this stuff. So it was right. Were up you nervous head. when you when you were pitching him? Yeah, I didn't. I, I let's say the meeting. I think I met him at like seven. I was probably up at five.
0: Did he say let's get on with it right away? Like no small talk. Was there any small talk or hey the good whole to see-
1: thing was small talk. There never was like a okay. So imagine a little show. Crash, but wasn't like
0: that. But at this point, your wife hadn't divorced you yet. You you weren't cheated on yet.
1: Oh no no no! This is this is years after that.
0: Oh, years after that. So the whole cheating thing. This is many years after. I got
1: divorced when I was twenty eight, and at this point, I am thirty four.
0: Were you absolutely depressed and and just crushed when that happened?
1: I love that you're steering it back to a more relatable area for you. Yes. Were you lonely?
0: Were you lonely? Let's Did go back you, to loneliness. How many three I need somebody goodbye. to relate to me. I would love to relate to you.
1: That's the story. <laughs> but I can't. Can I say one more thing to that? No, please. I, of I, lo- I, can. I love this. Go. The best part is to me is Judd didn't say yes. You you know what he said? He said write fifteen pages. <laughs> a purge. It felt like a challenge. I'm an enneagram. Well, I, my wing is four. I don't know if you know what that is.
0: I kind of kind we of. We
1: love our own pain. Okay. Three is the achiever. That's my main number. But I have a four wing, which means I love Radiohead. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I love sad stuff. The National is my favorite band. I love The National. I can get. Me? is. A great, he really do the podcast? I, I when I was like asking you, I was like, who's easy? Who's like a friend? He's uh, easy. Matt is my friend, and he and Mark to Duplass do is easy. And Mark Duplass, but he won't be back in town until uh, uh, I have a note to myself. Yes, to get I, I believe me. I love it. Mark. Did you, you see Creep?
0: The creep movies? I seen oh
1: my God. They're Spooky. so good. Creepy and probably creep why too. I didn't watch it.
0: I fucking love it. Okay, go so go back.
1: So he write he goes, it's a challenge. He goes, write 15 pages of, or maybe it's 10, but he was like, just write everything you remember about being divorced. And I was writing about losing my erection while I was masturbating. Like, you ever been so sad that you can't oh, even jerk off? Of
0: course. But I fall that, asleep jerking off.
1: Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, that's a different kind of giving up. This was like <laughs>
0: i don't even
1: want me you know what i mean like you can't even but you i really sidebar you really realize when i got divorced there was even a part of me because i like jerking off so much i was like oh i can just jerk off all the time like what's i had never really been single right uh and it turns out sex and jerking off are completely different things you know Mm -hmm. like you need a body like you want a body you want as Jackie Novak, Jacqueline Novak says, you want the hug of it. you know." All right, jerking
0: like, off is just release. Yeah, but I on. was like,
1: I'll just do this. And I was like, after a while, I was like, you're pushing, it's like the engine on the Enterprise. You're really pushing the limits of how much you can <laughs> self-soothe this way. Right. But I put all the most embarrassing stuff in there that I could muster. My mom kisses me on the lips, all that sort of stuff. And I think I, so I met him and I sent it to him like the next day. And then I also... He was telling me stand up premises, and I also sent him in the car to the airport the next morning. I just wrote out tags and, like, just like kind of manically being like, hey, you know that bit you pitched me? Here's like, and he wrote back, I'll never forget. He wrote back, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I think we're becoming friends. And then he's, when he read the pilot, I wrote a pilot after the document. And I rewrote that pilot, I think six or seven times with different people. So not just a rewrite, but like what if it was Hannibal? What if it was Amy Schumer? What if it was you know all the, it, none of them were already. It ended up being already Lang. but that I wrote it and I was so young and hungry and didn't have a baby, to be honest. i I, I would trade my baby for all of this, but like <laughs> when you don't have a baby, I can write a script in a couple of days. Uh, right. and now it's it's a little bit harder. But anyway, there was all of this Mr. Miyagi-ing. And, and in you age. didn't,
0: and still it wasn't a yes, we're doing this.
1: It still wasn't a yes. Right. But he was asking and I was doing, and it was real. It was also mixing metaphors. It was very like uh, Char- Charles Sims and Scent of a Woman. And he was Frank Slade. Uh, Slade? Slate? Uh, he was Pacino. Right. <laughs> and I'm, I, people who know me know I'm tempted to do my Pacino, but I won't. <laughs> anyway, that, that's, that's the story of, of crashing more or less wow yeah
0: and when you found out that show was getting picked up was that just one of the highlights of your life
1: it was it was really great i remember the second season got picked up while i was recording a podcast with valerie who became my life uh but we were we actually paused the podcast to take the phone call so there's there's some episode out there i think it's me her and brent where you get the
0: call on the podcast but you
1: don't hear it we weren't we should have left it in I don't know what we were doing, but wow. I guess I didn't know if I could announce it yet or something. But you can tell my mood elevates mid-episode. <laughs> like really. And when the pilot got picked up, I jumped on our couch. Like I stood up and jumped on our couch and I broke it.
0: You broke the couch. And I,
1: I kept it for a while because it was the happiest <laughs> break. It was like right. I jumped on this couch like Tom Cruise and broke it. Wow. Um and out of happiness. And there's a there's a Bruce Springsteen uh he's a friend i'm kidding he he said you <laughs> know, oh he's been on the podcast no <laughs> god that dang. wouldn't that wouldn't kill me some people are crazy for bruce right uh, right I, I, i'm more of a i don't know i don't
0: know i'm a little tunnel of love fan Who's that?
1: into this tunnel of love money don't take fame I'm that's doing the, a mashup. Don't need no credit card. I'm mashing them up. Bob, this train. It's not the song. That's sang, Huey Lewis. they go together. Huey Lewis did my podcast. Okay, <laughs> did he really? <laughs> he did. He was great, dude. Yeah, I love great. Huey. Yeah, anyway, he was anyway, great. anyway. He anyway. Great. I could get you Huey. Could you? Yes. I don't think I don't know if he'll do it, but I'll do what you I can get you his. Huey. I don't know if he'll do it. You no know way, because he lives in. <laughs> I think he lives. I don't want to say where he lives, but, but he it doesn't could live
0: be a the right. It could be just a you know Zoom. Happy to do it. Oh, God. And you're, he's, you're wonderful. He's you I'll shit? keep getting you. Oh, you, he, know, you want Henry we'll Winkler? You want Henry Winkler? Henry is
1: a three and a half hour episode of my podcast. One of the best. Oh, he came on. One of the best. Isn't
0: he just gorgeous? Yes. What a, a lovely man. I know. I think that of you. I think, you know, I say this every once in a while about a guest, but it seems like a lot of people like you. Like you're, you're innately just a good person. What is is? Does that come from your roots? Does that come from the the religion and the spirituality and the growing up and all that? Is that is that kind of implanted in you, or I keep thinking that's
1: Eminem, but it's you.
0: It's me. It's yeah. It's
1: looks like Eminem. Yeah, thank you. Looks like modern Eminem. Okay, flight jacket. I'll take it. Unzipped. You also look a little bit like a skinhead. Oh, that's not good. I like it. (laughs) I'm into it. I vibe with. (laughs) all of them i'm just <laughs> kidding i'm totally joking i know uh, i used to go to punk shows and the skins. you had a as punk as, band the skins as they were known a little bit how rough. are
0: you in a punk band when you were religious
1: because you're, there's no outlet if you don't have an outlet for your the feelings that you have in high school you start a punk band so while yeah. i'm with you yes and especially today i'm in a very good mood and very what it really is is you just feel like your brain is there fully accessible you know i like it right that's how i feel today but um there's times when old pd gets i I just want to say this like i I get tired do you get moody do you get cranky do you snap what happens when i snap is and i talked to val about this i was like i tell everyone that i'm fine and i don't need anybody right that's my thing i'd rather like go in the back and work alone even when we were doing crashing I'd, i'd be in the room but then like for the most part i'd like to hear what they're saying and then i'd like to go and write the script alone um so i'm always yelling i can do it i don't need any help and then one day let's say i do that for a couple months i go i need some fucking help that's what i did with you i was like can you help me wow so that's a pattern i'm trying to fix is this like grotesque autonomy
0: does it build up inside you do you feel things building 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 and you're not releasing them and then you snap
1: and my snap just because i'm so afraid of my own anger if i'm being
0: really you could be really angry
1: well, because I'm afraid of my anger, I'm going out of my way to tell you that I don't get angry. I'm terrified of, like, I'm not terrified. You stay You stay away from your anger. I don't, no, but I don't, I don't think anyone's seen me get angry. No. Have you seen yourself get angry? Yeah, in the car. Fuck! Like that sort <laughs> like of like thing. Like
0: lose your shit, hit the dashboard?
1: No. That would be great. I bet that would be great. Uh, that'd be a release. Yeah, I've told this story before. but me, me and Chris Thayer, we did shows together for many years. We once screamed in the car together. We were screaming the song from the Listrine commercials. <laughs> it's we Baltimore, the band's right, Baltimore. But they used it for. Uh, <laughs> it was a bottle of Listrine Tarzan swinging, and it was that. And we, it was one of it's one of my happiest memories because if you don't have somewhere, and this is what I'm trying to do now you have to have modalities to let these things that i was taught are impolite anger jealousy greed lust whatever bitterness pettiness um and this is hard for like i might not have felt this way 2 days ago but like today from the perspective i'm looking at myself now i'm like those things are lovely too it's okay to love your anger. That's what I've been doing lately. Is I, I get this. It's usually when I'm under stress. I'm feeling pressure. Things aren't coming in, whatever it may be. And like we were saying at the beginning, I'm very tunnel vision. So if there's nothing in that tunnel vision, it takes a lot of effort to go like. But don't don't forget. There's these things, and you know you're okay. But all I see in the tunnel is nothing coming in, and I can get stressed, and that's when I can get angry. And what I've been doing with my anger lately, and I learned this from spiritual name drop ramdath but he said to me i love my anger and i've been doing that lately so my anger shows up there it is like the ghost of bill burr just shows up in you and i go i love you it it's crazy how it works you but say i love you i say i love my i love my anger and i go i see you i hear you you're welcome i know you're protecting me i know you care about me this is coming from a good place, a self-preservational yeah. place, and and Valerie, my wife, uh, she's a mindfulness teacher. She's wonderful, really, and she yeah, and she talks about like feelings are like children, and if you ignore them, if there's a kid running up to you and being like, Hey, Michael, 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 and you ignore him, it's worse. You need to kind of like, so that's what I do with my anger. You, I, I see you, I feel you. You're welcome here. It's a it's a great spiritual technique is. If I feel this way the rest of my life, that's okay. Do you do it out loud? Oh, sure, if you want. Do you do it in front of people? I'll do it in the mirror. I'll look in the mirror and go, if I feel this way the rest of my life, that's okay. And one of the great... I'll summarize my whole book. I'll save you the $20 or whatever. Sex God.
0: Comedy uh, Sex God. Comedy Sex God.
1: It's... it's, So many spiritual traditions have this, but the practice of non-resistance. So you're feeling... uh, panic or, or dread. And I understand there are levels of panic uh, that I don't understand that might require other things. But if you're dealing with your everyday five and dime panic or dread or whatever it is, I'll just say this. For me, your nervous system, your mind, everything, has no idea what to do if you say, uh, yes, thank you to it. So the example I, I often give is, when my book was sent out to review, to be reviewed, they sent uh, like the second draft or something. <laughs> like, like, there had been like three drafts since that. And for some reason, like books, they were printed as books. And in the document were like notes to myself. There were, I, I put the word flapjacks in long documents so I can search for the word flapjacks so I can go back to an area that <laughs> right. needs work. So it just has flapjacks in it like just telling some story about my wife leaving me flapjacks (laughs) like they're gonna think i'm insane i also didn't know that my book wasn't going to be reviewed by the new york times i'm I'm thinking the new york times is like reading it being like this guy's a flapjack nut (laughs) um but (laughs) i remembered what i wrote in the book so there i was going i was feeling this like you know what it feels like it feels like pop rocks it's just like sadness anger all of these unpleasant yeah feelings yes and it didn't go away until i went oh right remember what you wrote in the book and i went yes thank you if i feel this way the rest of my life it's okay and it doesn't make any sense and so many of the best things in life make no sense like your brain wants to run the show but sometimes you got to give it to the heart and let the heart just go i'll eat it all i'm so fucking alive i'm fucking freaking out right now and i fucking love it fucking pour some sugar on me you (laughs) gnarled bitch like just like Look at it like you're an alien that just wanted to have a human experience and be, I'm not making fun of you. you be lonely you, in your beautiful memorabilia house and just go like, fuck, Michael is so lonely right now. Yeah, I can do it. You call me four out, of, Pete? four out of ten times. I want you to know six out of ten, maybe it won't work. So don't feel alone if it doesn't work. But sometimes it works. It often works. It's very inspirational, isn't it? Keep it crispy. <laughs> Do you do, things, <laughs> do you do
0: things to help your health every day? Are there th- certain things that are part of a routine?
1: There's a, there's a woman, oh, shit, what's her fucking, it doesn't matter. Anyway, there's somebody that was like, if I don't exercise every day, like when you get older, again, I'm 43. When you get older, you realize there are certain things that like keep you in this state. And as performers, I think we're a little bit more attuned because it's your job to be on set and be in a certain space uh i'm now only literally just figuring out i'll say in the past 10 years what the things are that you need to do physically and and if i may and then i just throw up dry cherry, yeah. dry cheerios I, I feel, oh, these are did you have cheerios this morning no oh okay that'd be weird though <laughs> yeah no i know i've never had Cheerios. this is my first time wow, wow. why are you Ow. barfing cheerios wow. it tastes great um <laughs> what i was going to say was i never understood exercise for real uh until (laughs) valerie said something and it's on a post-it above my my treadmill (laughs) brag but there's a post-it and it says let the body solve what the mind can't and i was like Oh my fuck. This is like another way of saying, let your heart take the reins and say, yes, thank you. That's like a way of just going.
0: Let the body solve what the mind can't.
1: Meaning there are some problems in your life that you, your brain is like, just let me keep replaying it. I'll just keep this on a loop. How's all night sound? (laughs) Can you do all night? I'm looking at your your calendar. There's nothing but me and you and darkness. So it thinks it's doing something. It actually thinks it's helping by worrying. And I would do that. And then when I realize that there's just, look, there's a humbling experience when you realize you, basically you are a block of tofu and the thing that flavors you are your hormones. You're a chemical creature. And, and letting the body solve what the mind can't means do the thing that produces the hormone that changes the tofu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop no. thinking your way out of the box and you don't have to have a treadmill. Go for a walk, get in nature. Like they say it's 15 minutes in a green space, Low, just the color green lowers your blood pressure. Do breathing, do some- uh, here's And the you most... do this, you do this. When I'm in a good way, there's, then uh, talk to me when I'm in a low way, maybe I'll forget. Because by the way- so what this whole fucking thing is, it's a sine wave. It's remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting. We just want to be like an American corporation and only improve, only skyrocket. Right. Those down times when I would listen to this podcast and be like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. Those are essential too. It's like you're a light in a mosaic and you blink and you turn off and you blink and you turn off. That's like remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting. And you're just like, I just wish I could be on all the time. Then if you could zoom out and see the whole cosmos, you would see that it's this amazing light show that just swirling like an, but not even just a screensaver. It's actually making Indiana Jones. (laughs) Like it's, you're, you're part of a thing and even your forgetting belongs in the thing. Even your lowness belongs in the thing. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't be who you are without that. I'm not just saying, oh, we need to learn and we need to suffer. I'll give you an example. I, I pitched a TV show this week and the first pitch was bad. And then the first pitch is great. The second pitch is great. That's just how it fucking goes. But we just want right. bang, 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 bang. Can sit, I tell you the yeah. breathing technique I was going to you? Oh, say? yes. It's just box breathing. Four in, hold for four. Four out, hold for four on the out. So you have nothing. So do that for five minutes and try to be anxious. Four. Yeah. Four. This is the hard one. It gets easier because you'll flood your body with oxygen. So you
0: wait before you breathe in again. Yep.
1: You have to slow the exhale down because it's really tempting to really blow it out. But I already feel calm. Right? What is that? Why it's is humbling, that? man. The brain wants you to think that it's that you're it but you're a body too let the body let the body help yeah and my and val is wonderful at that and a lot of teachers do you ever cry are you a crier i wish i could cry uh i'm not just saying that like a tough guy you don't cry i cry i tear up i i don't i don't get a good like (laughs) oh yeah right i I don't i don't i don't really do that um (laughs) and that's not and that's not something I'm proud or ashamed of. It's just it's just sort of what's happening. Right. But I cry like tear and like like that like all the, a lot if my heart's open. Right. But if I'm working a lot, if I'm writing a lot, if I'm thinking a lot and I'm acting a lot and I'm scheduling a lot, the crying is the first thing to go. There's no Pete that I love being more than Shakespeare in the park, Pete, sitting on a picnic blanket heart open, fresh air, baby playing, and you're just watching the opening act, which is a ballet troupe dance, and you go, of all the things human beings can do that are disgusting and ugly and wrong, these people rehearsed a dance for us. And I just start crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, and then my light goes off in the mosaic and I go, fuck dance. <laughs> Are, are you are your yeah, parents so, alive by the way what if i said unfortunately i'm just kidding no, but they're alive i don't mean unfortunately papa as they say they are alive and they're total fucking weirdos <laughs>
0: Do they see how much you've changed, and that you can get a little dirty? And Sorry, all what's that? They, do they see? Do they mention how much it? I do they talk changed? to you about it? Do they say, you know, your your humor now it's completely changed, or have they let it go? Are they embraced your success? Are they
1: loving? Are they giving? Um, I still feel a little guilty that I was tempted to make the dark joke of unfortunately, so I'm taking that back a second time. <laughs> we know <It's> double back, <laughs> double back. Um, my my parents uh, uh I love them. And when you you actually asked, you you pinpointed exactly what I might say the issue, if I have an issue is, and I do, is do they see? And the answer is is no. And much of my career has, writing the book, for example, is trying to get them to see. I remember writing the book and being like, if I put it in black and white and they read it, this is this is a, it's a heartbreaking thought. You're like, they'll have to hear me. They'll have they'll stop seeing their projection of the little boy in Cape Cod digging the the with the toe-headed, you know, white hair. Uh, they'll stop seeing that. And they'll see a broken, complicated, flawed, beautiful, interesting, interested, curious. Uh boy. Man, 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 not man. Right. Not boy. Um, and they did read the book and there was a brief window. That's their tunnel. That's their ADD. There was a brief window where they, they read it and they saw it and they understood. It was like maybe one phone call. And then I think the next time I saw them after that thinking, oh, it worked. My, there's a chapter in my book called the her atheist. And it was when I was briefly an atheist and my father was telling me that I was never an atheist (laughs) wow and you're like you're not an atheist yeah you weren't Peter is not an atheist he's never been an atheist I'm like there's a chapter in the book about how I dabbled
0: (laughs) in in atheism atheism.
1: and but that's so not who I was I was you know white button down shirt and khakis and the leading in the worship team so they just couldn't hear that but like I feel, I feel, you know, I feel a melancholy talking about it and I also wouldn't change it. Now we're back to the energy of a no. If my parents did understand me in the way that I want them to, right. would I have, would I keep doing stand-up or would I keep writing? And, and what service am I to this mosaic uh, if all my needs are being met? I'm actually a little bit better if I can relate to you maybe you relate to that parent stuff or whatever it might be, loneliness, right. or whatever it is. Um, those, those things are the glue that keeps us needing each other. Yeah. You know, that's not people who need people. Mm-hmm. I get that more and more Barbara. as I get older. Yeah, Barbara. As I get older, I'm like, yeah, no, it's a real gift. And you know what makes somebody like me, who's just like, you know, whiteboarding movies in a manic frenzy, talking to himself <laughs> alone in his little garage? uh brokenness D- a divorce um even you and i uh hitting a wall and realizing i have no podcast guests like, <laughs> yeah. i know that's all stupid but i see a universe gracious enough to meet me where i'm at and going like we know what you actually need you think you need fame and money and you want what do you want to fucking you know and they go all right all right let's do this one. We'll trick him, we'll, we'll trick him. It's one of my favorite, there's a expression in India there, like, because we all got into religion because of psychedelics. So many people found some spiritual vocabulary because they took you know, mushrooms at right. Wallapalooza. Like, yeah. In India, they they said, God, uh, America loves materials and God loves you so much that he came to America as a material. Now, whether or not you believe that, it doesn't matter if you like or don't like God language. I'm in I'm interested in a god or a truth, a universal truth of whatever's going on here hiding in unexpected places. Not just failure, that's that's a that's a big one, but also like sometimes it's hiding behind a a good stand-up set. Who thought who thought a feeling of interconnectivity was hiding behind a good stand-up set? No, right. no, I didn't. I thought I was being a bad boy. Turns out this thing is again i don't want to use god language and alienate people but this is after you and will keep playing hide and seek with you and keep surprising you in my case and and pop out from behind my wife cheating on me or pop out from behind right you know right now i'm who knows what's going to happen but like I won't be surprised when it pops out again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just scared me with your jump hey really quick this is the end this is called shit talking with pete holmes oh these are my patrons my lovable patrons who give back to the podcast go to patreon.com slash inside of you become a patron i'll write you back but these are uh rapid fire sophie m which comedians you've answered this sort of which comedians were your favorites growing up fire rapid fire
1: steve martin brian Regan, uh seinfeld
0: leanne if you could only put one thing in your bucket list what would it be and why
1: I don't have a bucket list to make the biggest movie ever made oh i guess you're right a career bucket list could be i don't know i don't know you don't have to have one uh bucket uh, what would i really like to do i don't know i'm speechless
0: little lisa what was your favorite sitcom
1: when you were growing up family matters and i cried (laughs) real hard when urkel said to laura it's like reaching for a star. You know you'll never get it, but you still reach. And it got to me and my dad's reclining like. <laughs> that was probably the last good cry I had.
0: Raj, when's the last time someone asked you to tell them a joke just because they knew you were a comedian? How did you handle the situation?
1: Um, I it It hasn't happened too recently but i was on set with somebody my my friend boomer who is the camera operator on on how we roll he always likes telling me jokes so it's a little bit different and i told him this joke which is uh, two hunters in the woods they see a bear one drops to his knees and starts praying the other one starts tying his shoes the praying guy says what are you doing you can't outrun a bear he says i don't have to outrun the bear i just have to outrun you i think that's a fine (laughs) joke and i told it to boomer americans by the way very different sense of humor as the rest of the world we love jokes where someone's an idiot and someone dies <laughs> do you want to hear the number one joke in america yes they did it um two hunters always two hunters wow um are hunting and one the first guy let's say tom shoots his buddy jake by accident. tom shoots jake and jake so tom calls 911 and goes help help i was hunting I, I shot my friend i think he's dead operator said calm down sir first things first make sure he's dead tom goes okay hold on bang now what that's america's number one joke somehow they did some survey isn't that funny <laughs> we love it but you go to even great britain they're all like and the toffee was a little bit cheeky like they like <laughs> like a like wordplay right we're all just like but who's the loser <laughs>
0: kelly s you make such comedic faces has anyone ever told you that you they remind you of john ritter and has he been a big influence in your career at all
1: yeah i i I wouldn't say i get that every day but certainly every set that i'm on and i'm honored what a genius he was i agree i love him so much what yeah and um yeah obviously we didn't get to work together but I, i think it's weird that i sound like him but then we've hypothesized if my skull is the same shape as his, I should sound like. Him.
0: Hey, what's what's next? What are you working on?
1: We're back to bucket list.
0: <laughs> no, what are you,
1: we're back kidding. to bucket
0: list. But what are you working on?
1: Well, I, I like I said, I just pitched a show this week, um, which is, and because it went well, it's part of why I'm in a really nice mood today. Again, we can't, I hope it gets picked up. We can't deny meeting our psychological needs uh, because that felt really nice. Thank you very much. And I'm always I I like. I love writing stuff for me to be in and, and that's what I'm always doing. And having done a multicam, I thought that was so fun. And I, so I, I wrote a multicam that I just sent to HBO, uh, HBO max, whatever. Uh, so I'm always writing scripts and trying to sell stuff, writing movies, trying to, for you to star things. in the shows are always for something for me. The movies are always uh, typically for somebody else. Right. Um, that's not false humility. I'm just like, Nobody. I'm not a movie star. But that being said, I mean, uh, I'm about to pitch a movie. pitches because Mark and I are friends. Going to tell Mark Duplass an idea that I have. I'm excited to see what he thinks of that. Um, You're
0: always thinking. You're always working. You're always writing.
1: I like that's what. So when How We Roll got canceled, right away, you you go to the next thing. That's why knife
0: in the mouth, knife in the mouth, the
1: rope. But these days, I I stay on the burning ship a little bit longer and go but all these people were my friends (laughs) goodbye mark gross goodbye katie (laughs) lowe and i get a i get singed a little bit more than i used to and then i swing right so tv ideas and and i you know it's been a while since i've done a stand-up hour i was going to do one before the pandemic uh and i'd like to do that that's that's getting to a point where i would like to do that i'm I'm going to be in montreal i'm going to be in cancun uh both of those are for just for laughs and uh doing stand-up
0: and what's your instagram handle that jake handles
1: yeah you can follow jake
0: <laughs> what is your instagram at pete
1: holmes pete holmes on all of them but i mean they're all things i've approved if of that course, means that. I mean, of they're course they're all things that i'm like please post that but i know you can't just do a little heroin man if i'm if i get on uh instagram next thing you know i'm checking who tagged me in a picture and it's it's bad news bears uh
0: this has been a real treat it was my pleasure this has been really fun you were enlightening you were fun you were all over you were tell great stories and then you tell some good advice you you calmed me
1: if i feel this way for the rest of my life that would be okay i mean i'm gonna say that to myself Like see what your nervous system does and then do the breathing Yeah, and go for a walk. Do you talk about where you live? No. All right, well, it's a walkable, beautiful area. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. What if, like, next thing you know, there's 10 people at your door. There's 10 people at my door. Paid homes! (laughs) Oh, they're looking for me, though. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thanks for allowing me to be inside of you today. This has been awesome. Whoa. Whoa. That's what we say, though. That's kind of the thing. It's kind of the...
1: well. How many episodes have you done?
0: Over two hundred.
1: Okay, well then we can do a super cut of two hundred times of you saying that. Cancelled.
0: <laughs> done. Done. That's, the last time I say that, or just cancel the show. Oh no, you're done. I'm done. You. No, Michael. I'm going to keep doing this. I think, and you're going to keep doing. You make you make it weird. You, you made, made it. it you made it weird. Yeah, with it already homes. happened. You're going to. You're not quitting that.
1: No, and we're in. I just saw we're like seven hundred episodes or something. We've done what? Yeah. No wonder old Holmesy's running out of people to book.
0: I'm going to come to you yeah. with guests. I still have guests that you could, you know, people would love to be on your show. I you've done some big podcasts. You've been on big po- You but you were on Dax Shepherd's podcast.
1: Yeah. Yep. He was great. Yeah. You've done a lot of stuff, and I didn't know how big it was, and I'm glad I didn't. But I maybe I would have tried harder.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thanks for coming. Keep it crispy, Ryan. Anything?
1: That, no, that's the end. That's the end of the podcast. Who does oh, yeah. he look like? Reese Darby? Reese Darby? Yeah, don't Google it. the oh, yeah, New Zealand. Are you from New Zealand? No. Oh, no. Oh, no, no from I know New you're Zealand. Darby. I'm just kidding, but don't Google it. It was just a joke. He's a good looking man. Yeah, he's- you're handsome. <laughs>
0: Lovely man. I'm sure you enjoyed that. If you like the podcast, if you like the interview, please subscribe and write a review. We could use your uh, your help. And of course, join Patreon. Patreon.com slash Inside of you, if you want to join and support the podcast in more ways than one, uh, the top tiers, not only get a box from me every couple months and some other perks, but they get a shout out, they get a shout out of their name at the end of every episode. So without further ado, let's, let's take it. Let's do it. Uh, Nancy D. And by the way, thank you again for listening to the podcast and, uh, spread the word, man, spread the word, I'm also on the cameo if you want a message or something like that. Uh, Here we go. Nancy D, Leah F, Sarah V, Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill. E. Brian H, Nico P, Robert. Uh, E. B. B. Jason W, Sophie M, Kristen. K. Raj. C. Joshua D, CJP, Jennifer N, Stacy L, Jamal F, Janelle B, Kimberly. E. Correct. Mike E. Eldon Supremo. What's up, buddy? Uh, 99 more Ramira Santiago M, Chad W, Leanne P, Maya, uh, P. Correct. Maddie S, Belinda N, Chris H Dave H Sheila G, Brad D, Ray, H, Tabitha. T. Nice. Tom N, Liliana A, Talia M. Betsy. Uh D. Correct. Chad L, Marion, Dan N, Big Stevie. W. Angel M. Rian and C, Corey K, Dev. Nexon. Michelle A, Jeremy. C. Correct. Andy T Gav. Gavinator. correct,
1: Gavinator
0: David C John B Brandy D Camille S The Chief Joey M Design, uh, OTG Eugene and Leah Nikki G Corey Katie B Patricia Heather L Jake B Megan T Mel S Orlando C Caroline, uh, A R R Christine S Sarah S Eric H Shane R Emma R Jeremy V, Andrew M, Zud Setuichi 77 <laughs> Love you. Oracle, Chris R, Michael F, Karina and Michael D. Amanda R, Amanda S, Jen B, Kevin E, Katie Red, Stephanie K, Lena 82, and don't forget my sweet friend Jurel. Jorel. Those are the top tier uh patrons. We love you. I love you. We love your support. I love your support. And uh Thank you so much. And and if you have time, you want to subscribe to another podcast, that would be Talkville, our rewatch podcast where Ryan joins me and Tom Welling from Smallville, and we go over every episode of the series and uh, we review it, and you get to ask questions and all that. So Talkville, go uh, find us online, um, Talkville Podcast. And uh, I guess from the Hollywood Hills and <laughs> in California, I am Michael Rosenbaum. I am Ryan Tez, and uh... – I
1: just real. I just want to say I've always been a fan of Pete Holmes, and I'm really happy that he was here. It made me happy. I love just, that. Uh, I just like it was weird that he was here. I'm still current on his podcast, and I listened to the Jason Alexander episode, and he did throw to you. He did like he did mention you. So nice. Just in case you're wondering. He still thinks about you. Ah, that's sweet.
0: Gold Pete Holmes. You know, I Old like it Petey. when Ryan really likes an episode because he like the Judd Apatow. There's been a couple that you really like the Kirk.
1: I've been a fan of Pete Holmes stand up. It, it speaks to me. He's got like
0: the energy. He does. It's uh yeah. If you've heard his bit on dropping a dog, it's brilliant. <laughs> dropping a dog. It's great. All right. I'll check it out. All right, guys. Be good to yourself. And. Uh, we will see you next week.